Unboxing fanatics, it's finally here. The brand new Samsung Galaxy S10 with a screen that wraps from edge to edge. At Tesco Mobile, it's yours for the low monthly price of $39.99 with no additional upfront costs. And it comes with a generous 5 gigs of data. So go in store or online now. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. 36-month credit agreement, 24-month industry agreement with Tesco Mobile Limited. Subject to status, phase, policy apply. See tescomobile.com slash terms. Hello and welcome to Point Live! Yay. 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 Good morning! Oh, whoa! Whoa! Lovely, <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah. So that, was, that was even better than Douglas did it. Creepier as well. I like that. Lovely. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Thanks for coming. Um, you, I think, just did come, so <laughs> keep yourself in the controller right there. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, our thirtieth episode. Yeah. Um, haters don't hate, so I wouldn't get this far. No, I can. I, I don't want to boast, but um, Stranger Things, have they had thirty episodes. Nah. <laughs> Faulty towers. No, I think so. So what I'm saying is, we're essentially better than yeah. both them factually. Facts back it up. Yeah. Who, uh, who does? Show of hands, who listens to the podcast? Keep them up. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I overhear when you guys are enough. Pardon? I can hear it enough. Right, so I say who listens to the podcast, you refuse to put your hand up, you're like, it's on in the same we house, we but you choose not to listen <laughs> in the same house. I haven't put your hand yet, but I will not. Okay, cool. Yeah. And if you don't, next time. <laughs> this is our. This is our slightly quirky marketing technique where we just got the individual people in Belfast and like, why do you not listen to the podcast? <laughs> I, I, we're going to actually go around every single person who doesn't listen and maybe get the reason why. So, yeah, yeah. this is what the nice Anybody else not listen to your fans? Just be honest. Just be Yeah, at the back. What? Sorry, this is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yesterday, um, I don't want to embarrass anyone, but uh, just Dave, but Dave was doing the gig in the Pavilion Bar last night and he sent me a message like, no real reason for it. I said, how did the gig go? He went, yeah, it was really great. And he said, I've made friends with another comedian and he's going to come along tonight. And I was like, well, oh, do you just meet him tonight? And Dave's like, yeah, but I need to see him tomorrow night. <laughs> Super weird. That's how I make friends. It's how I do it. So you were a foe, you still are kind of, but you could be my friend. <laughs> you definitely not. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the film Behind the Candelabra, but it's about, okay, it's about uh, Liberace. Michael Douglas plays Liberace and Matt Damon plays this like, young man that he befriends and then forces him to have plastic surgery to look like him. Um, so if Dave asks you if you want to go to Lisburn Road uh, for a consultation, don't do it. Just don't do it. But he, he's pretty enough as it is, so okay. he's, that's the kind of guy I like. I like cute, thin, blonde boys. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's all we need. That's all we need. Uh, you might know if you do listen, uh, Dave and I do a thing called Tweetback every week. We're yeah. just going straight into it. That's where we make the other person tweet something that we have no control of. Uh, it's the worst. We ruin our lives for an hour. Uh, it has to stay up for the duration of the podcast. The, the tweet that is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weirdest ones are, um, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a, like, I guess you could say, celebrity hairdresser. In Belfast, called Jason Shanky, right? Who's just like a regular hairdresser. I think I used to go to the shop like a couple of years ago, and I would like vaguely known to say hello to. 
Dave made me tweet him for about three weeks in a row and, and call him Snipper Shanky to the, to the point where I had the message Jason chat like befriend him on Facebook and message him and be like, I just have to explain weirdest thing on our podcast every week, which then made it weirder. Yeah, but, but this this week. Is he featured this week? Uh... So I on the last live one, uh, Dave made me tweet Jerry Adams. And, uh, <laughs> Asked him if he thought I should get into the beard game, and uh, he, he, he didn't respond, but I got you really bad a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, really embarrassed you. He made me tweet uh, Ulster rugby player Rob Herring um, with, with a picture of just an empty gym, and uh, me saying, uh, finally the cat is out of the bag, I can announce that I am opening a gym with Ulster rugby player Rob Herring. Who do you like vaguely know, which makes it weirder? I don't know, he's probably looking at his phone going, what? What's the big? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and then I said retweet for a free pass, so with yeah. fifty people retweeting. Yeah. But that's such a weird one. So James, actually, James Chucky, I'm like, it's just a weird thing. He said to call you Snipper Chunky because he is a hairdresser. But if you see Rob Herring, you'd be like, mate, why didn't you say that we were opening the gym in Sydney? Like you have the explain that. But uh, but the best follow up that I, the one I enjoyed giving him the most was uh, to another hairdresser. <laughs> Paul Stafford, I made him threaten him <laughs> with Snipper Shanky. <laughs> I made him tweet Paul Stafford saying one, two, Snipper Shanky's coming for you. Which is a weird picture of myself. <laughs> and, then, and then Paul Stafford replies, mugs him off. Cool. <laughs> like, definitely if Belfast hairdressers made up, that's what they're talking about. Because she also made me tweet. BBC Mother Woman, Cecilia Daly. I just a, a really serious picture of myself and write, the cold weather got me feeling like dot dot dot. It was just a really weird selfie. And then I saw her three days later at the gym and couldn't couldn't go over and explain it. That would have made it weirder. At my gym that I now run through a pair. But I just but I, I'm always curious to know this because whenever we record it, we're, we're just we're literally in a wee room at the side of my house with like my, my family and stuff just in. We're like the Harry Potter under the stairs. Yeah, and exactly, you know, I, I'm like, you call me Harry Potter, but then you realise no, you're, you're far too girthy to be Potter. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a character in Harry Potter you resembled. <laughs> Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid would need to take a trip to Snipper Shanky to look this good, alright? So, so chill. But um, can I just get 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 from the audience? Sorry, I'm not. No, before you do, before you do, we can't have a bitch fight because we're here in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> but did art not imitate life? One of the, did one of the tweetbacks not become a great thing? Friends yeah, of actually, yes. <laughs> do you want to explain the tweet you made me send at the last live podcast in ten weeks ago? Dave went to Sullivan School, so I made Upper. <laughs> <laughs> so I made Dave um, tweet there like the alumni, like friends of Sullivan School. Uh, with a picture of himself doing this character, saying like, what's this, you guys want the big man back at his old school giving a talk to the kids? <laughs> and I had made him tweet Rory McElroy, uh, yeah, and he's like, me and Al Rory McElroy could go for pints after and stuff. I was really bad, but what are you doing in a couple of months? I- I'm doing a talk. <laughs> <laughs> And me, I'm not going to be outdone, me and Jerry Adams meet every Sunday to talk about beards. <laughs> so, uh, should we just should we crack on? Let's get this Right, back? can I just say, see, for the last, I'd say, month, I've not been sleeping right because he says that he's properly going to like mug me off here and ruin my life. And I genuinely have developed anxiety about it. I have no idea what you're going to write. 
but I know it's going to be really, really, really bad. See, is this the worst ever? Could be. But see, just, <laughs> see, just before we came out to do this, we were just standing in the corner there. He came up to me and he went, "Oh, we still going to be friends after this?" <laughs> I said, "That's up to you, mate." But you're like, we'll see. Friend of the show, manager, will you monitor the tweets throughout the throughout the podcast? And, and just before we put it up, put it up. Has anybody? Let's listen to it. Actually, seeing the photo that I make shape every week. Give us a cheer if you've seen it. So creepy. So, if you haven't, get on Twitter and definitely have a look at this photo. It's going to be coming up literally in two minutes. So. Right. I'm at the composed tweet. Right, okay. Yeah, what are you doing? Get your phones out. <laughs> um, right, okay. I'll just I'll send you the picture here that you need. Is that the photo that we, I always send? Yes, let me just send it to you here. Um, it's funny the last one we sent you is so personal. <laughs> right, okay. I thought that's what you were going to no, do. No, no, no. <laughs> right, okay. Right. So, so it's, yeah, I'll show it to the audience. It's a picture. I was, I was in my house and I wanted to see my hair for a second because I was contemplating a haircut. So I took a selfie of myself and Dave's like, but why do you have the weird facial expression? I was like, because it was just like, I never meant for the photo to be in circulation. Right? <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm like, why would I pose for it? So I'm just looking directly in the camera with a really intense look. Right, okay. But you, you know the way my, my hands are shaking. You know the way you put that photo up every single week? Yeah. We're not gonna do that one this week. I've got a new one. Right. Well it's the same photo, but I've had it. <laughs> so I'm not actually send you the photo until you've written the tweet. Okay. My, I'm not joking, my hands are shaking. And by the way, whenever uh, I, I open business with Rob Herring, we uh, <laughs> He was allowed one picture that he could tag people in, so he's used that up. I'm going to be tagging people in his phone tonight. So, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Look away, I don't want you to look at the screen. Oh, God. <laughs> right, okay. You got it up? Yeah. I'm keen. <laughs> I'm keen, yeah. To do. <laughs> but, yeah. A sexy photo shoot. <laughs> Hang on, let me type it out. Uh, yeah. With the new Miss and I. Who I think is like 18 or 19. With the. Fucking hell. A sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Space, yeah, and four slash four. You've made me tweet her before. At Gemma Garrett, who did you know that we show with all the models and stuff at BBC? Former Miss NI. I'm into that stuff, so we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, full stop. These are people you can def- you could definitely see on. Okay. Can we make this happen? <laughs> yeah. 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 Capitals. Yeah. RT. Are we equal sign? Yeah. Support. <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My hands sweat my hands sweating on this mic. Hashtag 
Sexy and I. <laughs> Sexy and I, yeah. 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 Hashtag, yeah. Dick and balls boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if they never listen to the podcast, which I presume they happen. But they don't just assume that's your model name, it's, it's funny. <laughs> Dick and balls. And don't use other characters, dick and balls. <laughs> but when you put a picture into this, it takes away character. It doesn't. I've checked it. <laughs> dick and balls, boy. Yeah, that'll do. And now I'm going to send you the photo I want you to. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Add to that. I'm sweating already at this. Okay. I'll have a think about that one, right? 
Yeah. Uh, still more. Oh, brilliant. At the Academy. What is that? Which are the ones who like to say who wins Oscars and stuff. <laughs> the mad thing is, I'm thinking like, oh, I shouldn't get on the wrong side of them, thinking like, what's going to happen in the future? Yeah. I found this one when I was just like looking through Twitter, um, at yeah. FT. I ain't got enough. Yeah. Winks. <laughs> What's that? It's like, you know, like a Twinks website type thing? Copy tagged. Yeah, French Twinks Studios. It's uh, like a erotic studio. <laughs> I think that's enough. Oh, there's one more. At Jason Shanky. <laughs> Enough. There you go, mate. That's that's done. Right. You're shit. Like. I'm gonna give because I'm a team player. I'm gonna tweet it, and then before I do mine, to, do you know how brilliant I hit it twice there? Which you already said that. So it looks like I'm very keen to get this message out. Right. So I'm gonna give everyone here a second to uh, go on to my Twitter and uh, have a look at that photo for yourselves. I'm shaking. I actually can't write my phone. Somebody tell me it's up there. I I tweeted it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Am I allowed to delete one? You can delete the one without the photo. Seriously, my hands are shaking. Look at the picture. This is the worst thing of all time. Like that's the creepiest homemade picture anybody's ever gonna see in their entire lives. Ah, oh, right. Seriously, I've sweat on the back. This is the worst one. We could fall out over this. Right, okay, let's, let's just get it. Yeah, alright, chill out. 13 retweets, <laughs> 13 retweets, 11. It's a crowd of snakes here tonight. That's what it is, it's a snake pit. Right, let's get everyone's attention for Dave's and then we can go into it. So, Dave, I'd like you to open up Twitter there, please. In fact, yeah, will you, I'll send you the picture first, I'll do a reverse order. So if you could, I will need to explain this one to the crowd, just tell everyone who this is. Because mm -hmm. it's a wee bit niche, like you've gone for all the big names. I haven't gone for as big names, but I think mine's just as, just as effective. So if you can put this picture into your toy, please, sir. Thank you very much. Oh. Someone say 25 retweets. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah. a photo uh, of me yeah. and uh, a guy who was in a sketch group with me many years ago. Toby. And, yeah, a guy called <laughs> Toby, who basically, essentially, was just a massive criminal <laughs> fraud. <laughs> Came over and stole all, all our money and left. You don't hate many people. Like, he essentially robbed you, right? Yeah. You don't hate many people in the world, but... I hate this guy, like, legitimately. I, I kill him. Like, for Patrick, it's a comedy podcast. But so if you want to put that photo in and type uh, And what's even worse, it isn't even him. It's a photo of me with somebody with his head superimposed on. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so if you want to type old school. Come on, you ready? Yeah, the photo's in. Yeah, old school. Yeah. Have asked me to perform in a big do. <laughs> <laughs> When you're ready. Yeah. I owe all this. <laughs> to. At. 
the best comic <laughs> and guy. Is it real? Yep. Which one? Uh, it's just at Toby Morton. Right, okay. If you just. Yeah, yeah, perfect, okay. Um, yeah, the best comic and guy I know. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. No, just, just type in uh, the best guy I know, take on the best comic. Because guy yeah. I lie. And write uh, mentor. <laughs> full stop. Mentor, full stop. Yeah. Teacher, full stop. <laughs> yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> Comma. I wrote I love man, that's weird. <laughs> oh dear, Freud's left. You're a little bro. It's okay, I'll take some of You're a little bro. Uh, D. Your little bro, D. Capital D. And then two X's. There's a run out of M's. Yeah, yes. so take old out of that. School have asked me. Right, okay. School. And then take out the two X's. Take out one of the X's. Yeah. <laughs> and move the X over. Yeah. And then can you just read that out from place? <coughs> now, would you say this is the guy you gave most in the entire world? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Talk about it. School have asked me to perform at a big do. I owe all this to Toby Morton, the best guy, mentor, teacher. I love you, man. Your little bro, D. Yeah, your little bro, D. Yeah. yeah. Not, not little bro, D. We did call me that. <laughs> you want to send that? Yeah. And guys, I hate this guy, so please don't retweet it. Just, you know. When I say hate him, I mean like Dave, like properly hates him. Like, I can work out ways to get away with killing him. That's kind of how. <laughs> So is that him? Yeah. Okay. He'll probably get in touch and ask me to get him some money. <laughs> Do you want some money about that? Does he actually love you? Um, yeah. And there you are. Call one of your brother. <laughs> okay, so thank you. You happy with yes, that? Yes, I'm happy. Was that worse than you thought it was going to be? It was different than what I thought it was going to be. Um, I had these, like, all, I can stay up all night just thinking about things uh, or anything. And it's not not the the train. Like I always think pervy stuff, and <laughs> I thought he was going down that route, but that's just me. Does that every week? So it's yeah. I hear See it. that fucking picture you made? That's the yeah. creepiest <laughs> thing. <laughs> but what's funny about that is that that's like my fourth edit of the picture to like choose the right. Like I, ha I, I like the phrase very sexy. I think it's, it's a great it's a great saying. And don't, don't tell the story where, where I did the very sexy banter. This is why like, I think boys yeah. have ruined my life in the real world, right? Yeah. See, when we do tweet back, I think to myself, this is going to be funny because people will see this and go, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and in the debate, I laugh because I imagine that person getting really weird about it. So, so um, fellow comedian Colin Gavis, um, his girlfriend put a picture up of her mum like, and some makeup done. Her, her, her his girlfriend's like a makeup artist, right? So she would, would do pictures in my head. She put a picture up of her mum with really nice makeup on, right? And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be hilarious if Colin and Maureen were to see me comment on this photo and go, what's he like? And um, <laughs> on the photo of, of, of Maureen's mum, I, I thought it'd be funny to write, very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd say it was three minutes later we got a notification in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. 
and he was like, Dave, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, let's try and get off. Yeah, Michael, at this stage, how many retweets are we talking? Uh, you're on 31. 31 retweets, that's great. Yeah, so those people have definitely seen it. See as well, the most important thing, see if anyone replies to it, let us know. Ideally, I want this guy doing a sexy photo shoot at some point <laughs> by the end of the night. Uh, just because it's the podcast and because we're having a good night, if anyone gets back and says that they can make that happen or like, LOL, let's do it, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> what would be really creepy is if I had like bribed Dave to write that before the tweet. I'm <laughs> like, I made that photo and I was like, I really need you to help me out, I really need to get this shoot done. Um, let's do some quacks, Dave, what are, yeah. what are quacks? Quacks are uh, questions that follow facts, so like, I, I don't see myself as a comedian, I see myself as like... A lot of people do. Alright, what's that supposed to mean? It's just you. It wasn't very funny, Shane, anyway. <laughs> what it is, so I like to educate people, tell them maybe a few things that they might know about people, maybe celebrities, maybe some wildlife facts, just maybe some education, yeah. and then ask the hard-hitting questions <coughs> yeah. after that. So, yeah. do you want to go first? Or maybe? I'll, I'll, I'll go, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh my god, we should definitely leave our girlfriends going to each other. One, two, three. <laughs> Where's the best friend? <laughs> 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 yes! Finally. Uh, I was just in my head. head. This could go on. We went through a live podcast. What was it like? <laughs> uh, we were just playing rock, paper, scissors for an hour. Right, I'll go first. Yeah. Johnny Depp has caused controversy this week when he made a joke about Donald Trump. During a Q&A session, Captain Willie Scissorhands asked, When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? Well, Johnny, stupid bastard, everybody knows that was Abraham Lincoln's assassination when he was killed by Robbie Williams' best mate, Jonathan Wilkes. But why does everybody fancy Johnny Depp when he's 60 AF? I don't know a lot about history, but I'm fairly sure Jonathan Wilkes didn't kill a president. Well, according to my facts, <laughs> haven't been proved wrong yet. That's See? the weirdest one. Yeah. Um, so what was the question? Why do people fancy, Why do people fancy Johnny Depp when he's 60 AF? Don't know. <laughs> he, is, he has a classic look. I mean, he's let himself go recently, but... Have uh, you ever seen his teeth? Yeah, they're starting to, they're like yours. For the big gap. Is there a big gap in between them? I meant to say that we're brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> God, I don't know. Well, that was the worst answer. Yes. And you first. Okay. Do you want to save that with yours? Yeah. Okay. Be a hunter is a lot. Just before we go, there's a bit of action. Inside, I hate him a bit. I can tell he hates me because that tweet. We just talked about the kind of wrong friends. I hope you die. When I'm doing a sexy photo shoot. It's a bit different like, I want to do a photo shoot. I want to do a sex. I'm keen to do a sexy photo shoot. Uh, Bass Hunter is a big lanky Scandinavian cockslinger. <laughs> so is my wee friend that I met at the <laughs> That's really, really hurtful. He didn't mean it, Rasmus, I swear. Oh, Rasmus. Why do you have a Scandinavian square all of a sudden? When did you get to that level? <laughs> I saw him washing your feet before we went up. You know the way, like, in the Lord of the Rings, 
like Frodo and the boys travel across the world looking for the ring. Yeah. Kind of like I just travel across the world looking for a muse. And lo and behold, there he is, down the back. <laughs> and if you do take the time to properly observe him, mm, he's gorgeous. <laughs> He's just jealous because he's like an upgrade on him, which, is, <laughs> which is, makes it even better. And by the way, you're now the third on this journey, so yeah, enjoy that. And he technically is up there, and no offense, but <laughs> maybe he'll go in your face, maybe. Bass Hunter is a big, lanky Scandinavian cockslinger, DJ, and undoubtedly one of the world's greatest musicians. <laughs> but did you know that the 7 foot 4 techno twat has a pretty mad physical defect? Yes, Hunty's musical talents and success is all the more impressive when you consider that at the age of seven he underwent a pretty controversial procedure after contracting frostbite during a cold Swedish winter. <laughs> Doctors told his mother, Mrs. Bass Hunter, <laughs> Sidefact generally the family name, that her aspiring musical son was going to have to lose all his fingers. Whoa, that wouldn't be good, would it, Dave? Several minutes before we base hunter entered A&E, 10 competitive bobsledders lost their penises. Crikey, I wonder where this is going. Doctors acted quickly and base hunter left the hospital with slightly different fingers than when he went in. Now you're gone and all I ever wanted are absolute bangers. And all the better when you consider that the man behind them has knobs for fingers. Dead fingers. But what are you like in putting up IKEA stuff, Dave? <laughs> I'm fairly decent at it. I think it'd be a wee bit more anger with it if I take fingers and I speak things up a bit. But yeah, it's in the mouth. Yeah, cool. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Is it all true? Um, Mike, what do we like for uh, retweets and stuff? You're, you're on 33. 33. Um, oh, it's kind of coming. Dave's catching up at 25. Oh. Um, Michael Jordan, friend of the show, uh, been giving me a bit of heat recently for not uh, asking your questions and stuff. Um, so I have a question for you. Like, what's going on here with this girl? Live on the podcast. What's going on? Savage. Uh, you guys are savage? You guys on a date? You guys on a date? What's more complicated than that? Why, what's up? <laughs> Michael thinks it's safe, but you know. Are you safe? Are you safe? You sure? Seriously? Wink twice in your left eye if you're in danger from this man who is sweeping. No, is it? It's a date. It's a date. Please say, sister. I don't know. It's a date? Sure. Yeah. Rolling the dice in front of a comedy show for the date. If it is a date, you have to have any glasses there. You're a shit date. You should go. You seriously want me to sweep him? That's a good segue for Bass Hunter. Yeah. And is she all you ever wanted? Well, I don't know anyone Bass Hunter. I'll leave you alone, but I'm just saying, don't try to bash me on Twitter, otherwise, a lot of people. But how'd you guys meet? There's okay. a guy who's got some says Ritter. How are you? Um, quick, uh, moving on, uh, a lot of people asking me a uh, quick long update. Quick long update. Um, By the way, this, okay, this girl doesn't listen to the podcast, you might need to update her as to what. Yes, this is so the most popular segment of the show. This is. A couple of weeks ago, when the new house realised that the, the lawn was just rubble, builders have absolutely mugged me off, but not as bad as Dave with the Miss NI Jim McGarrett. 
But yeah, I just wasn't happy with it, so I raked it, um, reseeded, got myself a hose, doing like a daily water as soon as the sun goes down, because obviously you don't grow grass in the daytime, because like, you'll, you'll scorch it. And I didn't tell you that. So uh, yeah, I've been in the long game for a couple of weeks. Um, one thing I noticed is when I raked it, I did, I did rake sometimes a bit more than I asked for, not like a body or anything, it was more, I would have left like a wee groove, like a wee groove or a divot. What's your name, sir? Gabby? Gabby? I think she said Kai. Well, I don't know what it is. Gabby? Yeah. Okay, Gabby. So I was like, Gabby, I was leaving like grooves almost in the middle. Um, so I had to then go to, go to a local garden centre, buy like three, four bags of topsoil. Topsoil is actually far cheaper than things. Yeah. Uh, so I um, filled in the sort of grooves. Um, and then I was like, what's going to happen if that soil doesn't match the soil they had? I might have different colour grass, whatever. Um, but yeah, another night reseed, one for about a week now, um, and that was a back garden, exactly, did exactly the same in the front. But I had to like look at the builders while I was doing it. The ones I, th that I think everybody wants to know where, where's it at, Well, picked up a lawnmower and I was strumming for myself in Argos yesterday. Um, and, uh, the first, uh, so what we're trying to say is you're making more progress with your lawn than Jordan's making one instead. Correct. So yeah, uh, the first the first cut will hopefully be tomorrow. Uh, yeah, well no, the first cut isn't the deepest, the first one. Um, you won't actually get the lightest, you don't want to go deep at all with your first cut because you wanna basically your first cut's all about just getting it all in the length. Because nah, guys, no we're not all superheroes, we're not all gonna have exactly perfect lengths of grass in the new lawn. So what you wanna do in the first cut, and uh, where we're losing some people. Oh no. Um, <laughs> he's actually on his phone looking at photos of his lawn soft tips. Yeah, but um but we have a lawn now. Yeah, but what did happen is and have a lawn, we should be moving on. Yeah. No, well, yeah. No, long thing, right? So basically, uh, the door went yesterday, and these wee boys were, were like, uh, here, I think our ball's in your garden. And I was like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I was like, you can go around and check. And he came back, and he was like, it's not there, it's in the building site. But you've got a fucking sweet back garden. And I said, well, here, what I'll do is, I'll get the builders in the morning to leave the, your football in my front garden and you can just grab it tomorrow, which was yesterday. But I forgot to say to the builders. So they came to the door yesterday and they were like, where's our ball? They're like, five and six, these guys. And I was like, oh, guys. Nah, I forgot to say <laughs> These five and six year old guys. <laughs> I said, I forgot to ask the builders for it, lads. I'm sorry. And then their dad called around like 20 minutes later. He's like, Hi, the boys are looking for the footballer. This dad definitely thinks that I've stolen these kids' football. And I'm telling them some bullshit every night about how I'm mates with the builders and stuff. So, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't have it. And then today I wasn't in the house. So apparently they called at the house looking for the ball again. And then the mum called and said, Are you sure the ball's in our garden? So I'm just going to have to buy a football and give it to these boys, even though it's just trying to help them in the first place. <laughs> Time for another quack. You wait until I'm selling this place out doing the agriculture based podcasts. <laughs> the agriculture club? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very am I, good. Am I a boss or not? Yeah. Aw. Oh, I don't know why I turned full smick there. I don't know here, mate. Aw, I don't know. Nah, some, I like it when sometimes smicks put an L and it's really subtle at the end of it. I go, 
all <laughs> Broadcaster Martin Bashir has made many documentaries. The Tank Guy first came to prominence when he made a documentary with Princess Diana about Oil Charlie Dirty Pecker. Martin's reputation further strengthened when he dropped what fans refer to as his Black Album, which ironically documented several weeks spent living with Michael Jackson. If you thought that this, this show about everybody's favourite eccentric baby dangling idiot ghostface paedophile was Bashir's weirdest work, think again. What did you call him? <laughs> I called him everyone's favourite eccentric baby dangling idiot ghostface paedophile. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that's a nickname Tito told me. Um, if you think that's Bashir's weirdest work, think again. Bashir's follow-up piece that never made it to TV was a warts and all piece featuring Jazz Man of 90s one-hit wonder group Babylon Zoo. As soon as cameras started rolling, the two instantly fell out. And what uh, the argument was over, I hear you ask? Jazz Man's race. Jazz, whose full name is Jasbinder Singh, was called out by Bashir, who alleged that Singh was whitewashing himself by wearing blue contact lenses and lighter makeup to hide his Indian heritage. Jazz responded to Bashir's claims by saying, Lay off me, Martin. I just prefer white people. They're better. <laughs> but Shane, what I want to know is what was your favourite 90s pop song? Can you give us a wee quick rendition? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the Out Here Brothers, Boom Boom Boom, I mean you say woo. Go ahead. It's boom boom boom, I mean you say woo. Like he, to be fair to him, he knew more of the words than Bieber himself. Which was, was great. 
But then you ever like think of how weird it is? You see Danny singing to like literally seven-year-old girls. Despacito. I was like, that's really weird. And what I thought was weird was like, what are the actual lyrics in English? Like what when you translate it? Because there could be some, you know, bilingual Spanish kids at the ice bowl. <laughs> so do you know what Despacito means? Slowly. So basically the song said, slowly. I want to lick your body slowly. I want to, uh, all this kind of stuff. Kids were lapping it up. Absolutely <laughs> lapping it up. If it was a DJ at the airport, he probably didn't. He'd probably Despacito! Yeah. I just want to hear you screaming, I bounty do! <laughs> I imagine if you get a job at like a commercial radio station in Northern Ireland, you walk in and they're like, are you ready for your first big DJ thing? What are you going to say on air? Be like, I'm just going to be like, hi guys, how's it going? I'll be like, whoa, 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 why are you talking like but that? Then you send you away for intense training, you come back, how was your training? Great, thanks! Ha <laughs> 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 How you doing? That's what just the go-to phrase, how you doing? But then I was like, I think that translates into normal life. Say I'm your wife, you're like, you're like a, a, a say you're DJ. <laughs> I'm sitting at the table laughing, you know, right? How was work, love? Oh, great! Not too bad, thank you! How you doing? <laughs> Come on up, we're gonna have sex! I don't watch Love Island! <laughs> this is Jason Derulo! <laughs> and the trumpets, they go! Oh dear. Not that you want to tell us quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cairo. I don't know what else is nervous, but... Oh, you do. Uh, I used to work at uh, Fela FM, which is a West Belfast radio station. I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast. And um, I used to do like, a show during the afternoon. Nobody listened to it. But there was a, a guy... So there's a, but uh, what you can actually realise is see in the ice bowl, that's popping off. Feel FM is just going. Is that what they play there? The kids are freaking grinding. <laughs> 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 it's great, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know what's going on. See, whenever he goes, ha, 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 he's thinking of horrible stuff that he can't say because we're not, we're not in my bedroom anymore. We're literally in a room full of people. No, that's great. I love it. So I didn't show And Feel FM was supposed to represent the whole community. That's how they got the funding. It was based in West Belfast. And I did like a general music show. And um, there was a guy who did a show in Hungarian, so he did like the Hungarian show for the Hungarian community of Northern Ireland, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was an actual thing. And Fela FM like went out of business, so they were going bankrupt. And the manager of the station mentioned this, and I said, "Oh, why is it just like the rent or whatever, or the recession?" And she went, "No, it's the guy who does the Hungarian show." And I went, "Why? What's happened?" And she went, "It doesn't matter." And I was like, "No, please tell me." And she was like. Uh, on his show, because he does it in Hungarian, he was just using it as a way to phone like his family back in Hungary. <laughs> he did a three-hour show, and I swear to God, he pretended like he was interviewing like Hungarian like pop stars or whatever. But if you had translated that in English, it was just a man on broadcasting live on radio being like, "And how's the dog? <laughs> Why is everything keeping well?" And his mum or his dad or everybody would be like. I'm not too bad, how are you getting on? For three hours a day, so genuinely do I feel like I'm in that business, I think. Um, <laughs> then I get on the air and Feel it, Ben! What are you doing? Dad's at the point straight to wallpaper and macro film, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for this one, it's Shawn Mendes! Um, 
E.T. was a great film made by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg was heralded for creating one of the most lovable film characters of all time. Publicly, he took the praise, but privately, he knew it was a lie. E.T. wasn't a creation. It was a real person. What? Yes, it was. <laughs> the cheeky little alien would spend years hidden in Spielberg's garage after the film was made until it broke out and immediately landed another acting role, much to Spielberg's anger. The little weird alien went on to play the role of Gail Platt in UK Coronation Street. That's mad. Fair play though. But what can you talk about when you phone home? <laughs> I, I just, whatever is, is the chat of the day, normally. Uh, I was actually, I felt like That sounds like a commercial radio feature. It's time for chat of the day! <laughs> oh, by, by the way, um, look at that top like on my tweet. Oh, so you got a bit of a celebrity like there? Yeah, I got a like from uh, Andrew off the Great British Pick Off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least it wasn't a retweet, eh? Don't thousands of people. Oh my gosh. What do we have for numbers? Um, uh, so, Dave, you're on uh, 26, 21 okay. likes. That's uh, X Factor sensation Connor Scott, also uh, oh, on, the, on the case there. Uh, it was a voice, and he's in the room. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the really <laughs> <laughs> okay. <was> rare really <laughs> guy that was calling people. Don't know why I got so angry, you got the wrong yeah. show. But go ahead. Sorry. What about any comment? Is anyone from the from the tweet? No one related to the tweet has commented. They're probably meeting in secret now, being like, "What are we going to do with this?" <laughs> probably at the local PSNI station. <laughs> Definitely what? Yeah, yourself. How's the pink file joke? Anybody in the tent? Not as funny as pink file is serious. So. It's another quack. Pink files are serious. And. Dave, you have an idea for uh, a new feature, yep. which is pretty out there. I think we kind of like touched on it a bit with our rock, paper, scissors. You know, because we hang about so much together, like a lot of people sort of say that like, if you hang around together, you can like pass thoughts into each other's minds. Well, it's a fact that, say if you're an identical twin, uh-huh. you go to the toilet at exactly the same time as your identical twin, even when you're not around the same place. That is just an actual fact. True. Well, what happens if one of the twins is drank like loads of water and the other twin is living in the desert with no water? And still go to the toilet. It's just science, mate. But then that would kill, kill the twins not because they would die the hydration, which would be sly in a twin. As a sage of science. Well, any twins in the room? No. Oh, that's, oh, that's creepy. I don't like any twins. <laughs> I don't have 20 minutes of points there that I'll just have to pan for for another day. Right, so what's what's the new feature? Right, the new feature it's called da, 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 What am I thinking of? <laughs> so basically you have to guess what I'm thinking. Okay. And obviously because the theme songs are better. Did John Bishop post it? Yeah. <laughs> right. So John Bishop post. Right. He, he needs to do the reset of the same song before. Do, 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 do
<laughs> right, so what I, what I'm going to, I don't, I don't want it to be like just a stupid random idea, you know what I mean? It's just any old thing. So I've got the just like a, a legit list. You're thinking of something? I'm not thinking of them yet, but right. And you have to sing it back to me, right? This, this is only in its development stage, so it might make it into the pop, you know, bear with this, okay? <clears throat> so I'm going to say things I'm thinking of, and you tell me. If I was also thinking of well, No, what I'm thinking of. <laughs> But if you're going to say things you're thinking, then... Yeah, like... Country, do, 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 do. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, I thought it was a terrible idea. Not too loud. Loud it's not, but we like, like the background bit. Yo, shake. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of a household item. Spasha. Mars Pair. I'm thinking of a country. Russia. The Sudan. Manchester. No, we gotta go back in my mind. We gotta be in town with the beat. Let's go again. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you know what happened? You know, 
we've obviously become the age we are today, we were all at one point younger, and you know, <laughs> we try things, we, Whoa, experiment, we experiment, whatever. Um, but no, what happened to me was I, I was, I think, probably like 15, 16 at the time, um, and you know when you're that age, you get urges to Back in the days before you had like internet and stuff, so you had to like you need to be a bit of a thinking man about trying to gather your your, your material to. You have to do your own creative writing yeah. and then like, get a lot of stuff. Exactly. So, <laughs> or I didn't, but in terms of excitement, yeah, so what I used to use was um, my dad's my <laughs> my mom's copy of, of Mary Claire magazine. Like uh, back in the, those old days, they used to have like adverts for like breast augmentation and stuff in them. So I used that. Like, yeah, don't share stuff like that. Just <laughs> right. Okay, fast forward. So anyway, when, when the time came, I was looking at this material in uh, my bathroom at the time, and I was, you know. Just using my own unique way of saying, yeah, I appreciate this, you know what I mean? So I mean, uh, <laughs> a doll in the cap, <laughs> so to speak. A doll yeah. in the penis. So as I kept dolling in my penis, <laughs> um, somebody tried to gain entry into the bathroom, and um, as I was doffing my penis to the magazine sitting on the sink, I naturally spun around to see who was trying to come in the door. And whenever I spun around, I drew my cap, so to speak, across the bottom of the magazine. And um film paper cup on a willy. Like um when you're in a state of arousal, like when I was younger, when I learned sex education, I thought that the, to get an erection was literally the bone of your spine going down your like, willy. That's how like, why do you say stuff like that? Because that's why it's always called a boner. Like what's the name of the bone? The coccyx, you know, it, it all makes sense. That's, you thought your spine went through your cock? Yes, and, I, and then what, 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 why else would all like pervy people walk around like this? You know, it's like it's, it's the way it goes, right? So I, I didn't realize, but then in that moment, I started bleeding pretty badly. And you know, when you're younger, you don't really know what can kill you and what can't. So I'm thinking, I have two options here um, either I tell my dad what I'm doing and you know live or just swivel into the ground and just bleed out like like we hair and the way we want it to go. But, but everybody knows that whenever you get a wee wee boo boo when you're little, how to how to stop the bleeding is you get a wee bit of toilet roll and wet it and just <laughs> dab it slowly. So yeah, I stabbed it eventually I I, I lived. As you can see before I'm here, my lily is like a snake's tongue now, but I'm still Since it's a man of Sharon. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Can you do, can you tell about, um... <laughs> I don't, it doesn't matter if you don't want to tell. Um, was it, that was the time you found me, it wasn't my dad that found me, it was my housemate. <laughs> right, this is game's not material, this is just a shooting story. When I lived in the shooting house, right, I went out, had a great time, party, whatever, came back to my house, early, blocked, like ready to, 
die. And I came into my house and I opened up the door and I was like, I am warm. Like, I'm warm. I can tell when I did that spin around, you probably got soaked with sweat. You know what I mean? Like, like enjoy it, whatever. And whenever I came home, I was like, I'm really warm in this house. I need to take my clothes off. So I did, took all my clothes off through the front door, drunkenly tried to make myself my way upstairs. And as I walked off, off like the map, the ground was all like tiled and cold and sticky from the party. So like, I didn't want to get like gross on my feet. So I was like, where are these shoes? Because I kicked mine away and I like looked about and I saw like a pair of nice black like formal shoes just sitting there. I was like, they'll do me. So I popped <laughs> these babies on and started making way up the stairs. And as I got up the stairs, I was like, mm, it's not as warm as I thought it was. <laughs> a bit cold. So again, I started looking about, is there any clothes kicking about? And I had like this weird, I don't know why I owned this, a sleeveless leather jacket, like just <laughs> draped over the stairs. I'm like, I'll do this right. So popped it on me and went off into the bathroom and obviously was sick. And when you're, you know, when you're that drunk, you eventually, you, you sick yourself out and then you pass out. So I essentially was lying there being sick and then passed out, right? To which my housemates returned. Uh, I walked in to the bathroom. <laughs> to be greeted with me, lying nude, wearing a leather jacket, like, like, and these, like, formal shoes, like something out of a Michael Barrymore party, right? <laughs> <laughs> and see, try and explain that one. Uh, I'm glad you've let me to this day, because even now the parties, people are going, what are you going to tell us how, you, how that happened? What? The, how, like, that whole story I just told about that. What? And go, if you have any more embarrassing stories you want to tell full room people? I, um, when I was like, I'd say 14 or 15, Sunday afternoon, I was in the Bloomfield area of East Belfast, was it? Yes, I do. Just hanging about. Well. Go to Bloomfield! Sorry, I don't know the technique to do that. Um, so I was hanging about there with, with some like, schoolmates. And what was it, those six and seven year old lads? <laughs> yeah. The squad. And Dave. And um, basically, I decided like, oh, I need to, I need to do a wee. So All the girls. <laughs> in, in, like, so I went to a nearby alleyway where like people's houses back out onto. Sunday afternoon, nobody about, right? Just a big empty alleyway. Can I just say, what's this got to do with like being passed out with a leather jacket? Or is this leading into something? It's like more like a, uh, it's like a wee, uh, uh, a wee story basically. Oh, wee love that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I. So I realised there's nobody about and I start doing a wee and I'm still at that age where like my tracks of bumps are coming a wee bit too far down to while I was doing a wee, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's trying to pants around cycles. Yeah, <laughs> now they're like at the knees because when you're like a little boy, you have them around your, your ankles. And then each year you get older, you're like, up. Oh. Yeah, so I was just above the knees, right? Trousers and pants. And um, I, was doing, I was doing a wee and it was one, you know one of those wees where you're like, I'm waiting for a long time, but then you're still waiting. Um, and I was like, thank God there's nobody about. Then all of a sudden, a door, like two houses up, where I'm waiting against the wall, just opens. And this guy goes, right, fuck off. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm like, turn my back on. And I was thinking, like, I'll finish my wee, apologize and walk off. But the guy goes, yo, fuck off. And I was like, I'm still waiting. And I went, I'm still, and I was like, I'm still doing a wee. And the guy was like, you may fucking walk away from my house right now. And I was like, Oh, I'm really sorry. I had to wall away. 
whilst I managed to get to the bottom of the alleyway while still pissing, right? So I'm still going, this guy's behind me being like, where you go, where you go? And I'm still paying. At that exact point, at that exact point, um, a friend of my uncle's who I barely knew. A friend of his uncle's? Hanging around the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drove past. Saw me like weighing on the side, essentially the side of like the Upper Newton Road, and I uh, rang my dad to tell him about it. <laughs> and what did your dad do? Go ask my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he loved it, but um, yeah, some, but, um that's all with uh, one more part, then we'll uh, take any questions, any live listener questions, or anything to wrap up. And we're going to do like, we did this last one, we're just going to do audience pints. We'll go to like the hard bar or GP Orca. Where's everyone going to go? Hands up. If hold on, hold on. For, I think before we ask the wider audience. On your date, where do you plan on going yeah. next? Like where? Because I mean, like I'm, I'm looking at the body language. You're turning away. You're leching, like lunging. <laughs> you guys want to date? Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Chicago or Hot Bar? You know, you know, be really nice. Just where? Out, like if you've kissed before. Where do you go? Julio, so we'll go ahead. If anyone's done, we'll go Julio. Um, right, it's time for the second and last part. Yeah. No, it's the last one. No, there's another two. Oh, okay. Right, right uh, me, I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Love it or hate it, social media has had a profound effect on all of us. Whether directly or indirectly, <laughs> no one can avoid its impact. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something. With its widespreading reach, social media has proven to be the modern day way of breaking news. Promoting an idea or sharing a campaign with your followers and beyond. Yeah. It's hard to ignore the ice bucket or the mannequin challenge, but one well-known campaign that seems to have been all but forgotten was that of Coney 2012. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this campaign was fronted by a documentary with the same name and brought a man known as Joseph Coney to the public's attention. I thought on oh, my periphery you were going like I was on the gap year in Africa as an experiment dude. I really wanted a bad boy. You know, only killed people. Um, but once you, you've disproved the old saying, once you go black. <laughs> but can I just say, um, speaking of like colours,
2005, Coney was indicted for war crimes and crimes against humanity by the International Criminal Court in The Hague, but to date the Kohnmeister General has evaded capture. <laughs> in 2013, however, Coney was reported to be in poor health, health, poor health and close to negotiating a surrender, but as it turned out, this was just another classic prank by Coney. <laughs> the shiny-faced hide-and-seek expert <laughs> only resurfaced when he posted on his Facebook account for the first time since 2004, last week, Cody put up a status that said, Just hearing Biffy Claro's new album now. <laughs> <laughs> it's class. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen much of the Glastonbury Festival? And <laughs> what were you doing pants? I didn't see that much. Um, I saw Stormzy said it like that, thought it nice. was just okay. They see the BG. Barry Gibb? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Did anyone else see Barry Gibb on the yeah. yeah. Did anyone else notice the weird how like I was thinking how weird it is? Like Connor, you've been on the voice, right? You know what it's like when you audition. Imagine someone that sings it, Barry Gibb, <laughs> just turning up to like it would be the X Factors that need to see him, you know, so you'd go up and Simon and the lads would be there and he'd be like, right, what's your name? Uh, my name's Barry Gibb. And what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna sing you a song. He's like, oh, far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But on his Glastonbury set, right, the weirdest bit that he did, he was getting all towards the end of the set, getting all quite emotional, dedicating a song to his wife. And he did the weirdest thing I've ever said, ever seen in my life. He goes, This next song is dedicated to my wife Linda. And he looked up to her and just went, <laughs> So I don't know if like they don't communicate in words in their house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And see if you guys go back, watch it on my player, and you can see it goes to my wife. <laughs> okay, you ready for mine? Yes. <laughs> Did you know that I'm big in the genealogy and the origins of names? <laughs> Did you know that Dave, your first name, has a meaning that can be translated as full on? Hold on, hold on, you know my name was actually David? Yeah, David. Um, David has a meaning that can be translated as full on, meaning that Davids were strong and instinctive, but hard to manage due to their intensity, like Paul Gascoigne. Okay. <laughs> Likewise, Elliot derives from the Latin Kerberos Abati, which translates as the end section of a traditional church bell. Yes, are you with me? Your name literally translates as full on bellion. <laughs> Science. But what was the maddest name someone in your school was called? Was anyone called like Jeffrey Mango Pango or maybe something mad like that? <laughs> no, there wasn't uh, There wasn't one guy in particular that had a weird name. It was more like the this, this series of names. Like in the, my school, my primary school, I was friendly with a Chinese guy whose name was Ken Man, right? I, I don't know. It was a pretty, pretty cool name, Ken Man. And uh, Ken Man had like two younger brothers. And Ken Man's Younger brother was called Jin Man, and then Kim Man's youngest brother was called Ben Man. Which was, like, he got paid for that because the translation from Chinese to English is a different meaning, right? But that was fine, it was Kim Man, Jin Man, and Ben Man. And then his sister was just called Ho Yi. So it's like, the parents were like, and then expect her to fucking call her anything. But yeah, that was a pretty cool name. Sweet. Um, do we have any uh, listeners, listeners' questions? Anybody got a question? 
this is like this when you bring like this was like in school I think I was fourth year and they brought like an ex drug addict this guy who comes in and gives talks and he gives this really tragic obviously really dark talk and they went has anybody any, got any questions <laughs> who did in the fight who did in the fight to me and Dave yeah. obviously me, me straight away <laughs> don't worry about it me clearly yeah. he's sassy or he'll own yeah. 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 Ten rounds, I wouldn't say ten rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be over, you know? See, you guys, you know, you just remind me of the like, see, again, in the X Factor, I love it, better voice, sorry, mate, but uh, <laughs> in it, the way they're like, you aren't good enough as singers when you have a band. <laughs> like, this is the first time the band have met, so they're all sitting there, like, <laughs> <laughs> or whenever they like, go, something was really successful, like, you know, S Club 7. Like, S Club 7 was great, we need to try and recreate the chemistry. Club juniors. <laughs> That's what you guys are like. You two will definitely quit. You'll try and pursue a solo career. You'll you'll be the drinker. You'll be the <laughs> you. And you three will kind of be like H and Claire, and then just another remit or whatever. Before we finish with our, our last fact, Dave wants everyone to rate and view the podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Um, because it helps us. Yeah, I do because I mean it helps us like get the podcast out there. I mean as a first time. Listener slash watcher, what do you think of the podcast? How do you review it? Five stars or absolutely unreal. Absolutely unreal. Do you have yourself your yeah, Do you have one of those wee things, a wee iPhone? Do you? Yeah, get one. Because we're forty. Like I, I don't pay much attention to how many like reviews we have, but we're forty-five. And um, <laughs> if by next week's show we can have like I don't know more than that, so it's S Club Five here. All <laughs> you guys get on, you know, rate and review. Um, don't want you to review because you'll get like zero stars because I'm stinking dead with Jarlene, right? So I want, I want review, review our banter, not the date, you know, because I, I don't think there's going to be a third base for you, Jarlene, I think, you know. You might suddenly uh, like to change your tone about Michael Jarlene because he brought brownies for us. Oh, brownies? <laughs> Here, suddenly it's best, mate. And then we're out here. Right, okay. Uh, first this time. Okay, you go first. Okay. Aussie snake terrorizer Steve Irwin was totally bonkers. Irwin made millions of fans around the world with his wacky, lovable style before his premature death doing the job he loved. Did you know that Steve O fell into the job by accident? No. Yes. Steve, <laughs> Steve was a keen glory hole toss off merchant at his local public toilets on a Wednesday evening. One summer's evening, an Australian TV producer was washing his hands in said toilets. I've decided to read this like someone's scooter around the corner being a problem. The stall door was broken, so he couldn't help but see a young Steve Irwin launch out of the lead, poking through the wall with such skill and enthusiasm. The producer was about to shoot a wildlife documentary, so David Attenborough had dropped out weeks before the start of shooting, as he was going to be too busy shagging his way through the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> the producer signed Irwin up on the spot, taking a massive gamble. When filming started, Steve Irwin had never set foot in the desert or seen wild animals up close. The crew asked the producer if he was wise hiring a public to- <laughs> toilet wanking fruitcake. <laughs> the producer was proved right as his spunky presenter launched straight into a desert hole in the ground to grab a deadly python with his bare hands and no gloves. He was right to trust his instinct, 
Erlen would put his hand into any hole if there was possibility of a cock inside. Crikey! That's a beauty! But, Dave, is it sly to go to places like Thailand and pay to get photos with a tiger that's been drilled off its nut? Yeah, you know people who go to be like Gap Year or Thailand or whatever, and it's you like lying next to a tiger, and you know, or guys like doing like the fist, like just being with a tiger. But those tigers are like, the near, they basically yeah. like drug them out of their heads. You ever so see so like in those like kid, like kids adventure movies that there are, like the kids kind of get, get a wee bit, there's only one smart kid that knows how to get around the plan. So like, they're like, I don't know, uncles, like trying to put wee drugs and stuff into their food, and eventually they go, I can just hide this. And my wife, when he looks away, I can spit it out. I don't know if a tiger like yeah. got onto that a bit and just was like, I'm not going to eat the dogs because, I mean, Nigel, the, my wee mate tiger there, is feeling too good off him. Yeah. And imagine he just spit it out. the sort Yeah, but he lies there. Someone comes through and he goes, Yeah! Rips <laughs> her face off. Okay. Or Siobhan, that's her old tiger gap here. She lost her face. Um, <laughs> Trying to get a ball in her face. <laughs> Right, go ahead with your last part. Okay, okay. And then I think we should finish with a, a quick round or two of what am I thinking. Alright, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles is famous for the, being the entertainment capital of the world. If I say LA, you think of all the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. I'm probably that homeless guy that made us buy pop for him that one time. But that's a story for another day. I caramba. <laughs> <laughs> But what you might know is that Los Angeles is currently in the middle of a drought. And no, not the water drought that you first may have thought, but in fact they're in the middle of a sperm drought. The survey I carried out for this podcast has shown that 9 out of 10 people who live in LA have had some kind of plastic surgery in order to keep themselves looking creme fresh. However, this good look comes at a price, and looking cum means losing cum. This is because plastic surgery is such an invasive thing that it can affect your libido and if you're a male, the ability to produce healthy sperm. The sperm drought got so bad that the Southern California Reproductive Center had to call in one man, DJ Khaled. <laughs> Turns out that the clinically obese, velour suit, tracksuit wearing oddball is good at producing more than just records, if you know what I mean. Khaled has been donating sperm for years and some people even say that Bruno Mars is actually his son. <laughs> it's said too that Khaled coined this famous phrase, another one, from his days donating sperm in college. It was said that Khaled was so, uh, Khaled was so spunky that he would fill a cup and poke his head out into the corridor and shout towards a nurse, another one. <laughs> but what's the weirdest job you've ever had and what made it so weird? <laughs> Um, I've never worked in a spar, but that's the weirdest heckle I've ever heard of. See, she called on. I used to work in a spar. <laughs> um, what makes you think I work in a spar? <laughs> I just, you look like a fella who maybe worked in a spar. He just has that look about him. He just has that look about him. Did you see your attacker? No, but he looked a wee bit like a sort of fella. I could just see a bit of his elbow. And it just struck me as an elbow of a guy who would probably have worked in sport at some point. Um, weirdest job I ever had was, um, I don't know, um, oh yeah, this one time I was working for uh, my uncle and he, has, he had like a shoe factory and um, <laughs> in, in the shankle. And these boys, so I was maybe I was like a child and these bad boys came around and they were like, we need pellets from the bonfire and I was like, no, my uncle owns this place and he's not, he's like upstairs in the office and we're like, nah, we're just taking these. 
And I like went to scare them away, and I don't know what came over me, really. and there was like a machete for opening big boxes, like big pallets of shoes, and I was like, nah, you just have to go away, and they ran off, and then paramilitaries came to his office and were like, who was that man threatening <laughs> our kids with a machete, and he was like, nah, it's just my wee nephew, so normal, and I was like, oh, that's it, and he shows the plug. Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, we, we will both be in Oma and then a Skillin because things are going well. So, uh, so the third and fourth of August, they're all Oma's always good, and then it's done a couple of weeks. So, if any of you guys fancy travel for like two and a half hours to see us, you know, by all means, get on the motorway. Um, I'll be in the Ulster Hall, second and fourth of November. So two nights in the Ulster Hall. Yeah. Okay, well, not to be outdone. Um, I'm here again on the, uh, <laughs> on the 25th of July. You can get tickets online or you can just buy the door. Um, I'd love to see you two again on a, another date. Um, you know, yes, sir? Not you, because you usually use them again as well. Uh, Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Sport! <laughs> what was the guy like you went out last night? I just kept saying Sport. <laughs> Maybe he's watched too much 300, but he's just leaving it soft in the head. <laughs> what are you going to put in your other farm? Before we go, we're going to go to Duke, New York. So, we and David will go around we'll about 10 15 minutes and we'll have a quick pen over them. But let's finish with the world's greatest game show. <laughs> What's it called again? It's called What Am I Thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> Start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin.